0: Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. It's time to stop working out and start working in. You found the Work In Podcast for fitpreneurs and their health-conscious clients. This podcast is for resilient wellness professionals who want to expand their professional credibility, shake off stress, and thrive in a burnout-proof career with conversations on the fitness industry, movement, nutrition, sleep, mindset, nervous system health, yoga, business, and so much more. I'm your host, Erica Thomas. I'm a resilience coach and fitpreneur offering an authentic, actionable, realistic approach to personal and professional balance for coaches in any format. The Work In is brought to you by Savage Grace Coaching bringing resilience through movement, action, and accountability. Private sessions, small groups, and corporate presentations are available now. Visit savagegracecoaching.com to schedule a call and get all the details. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to The Work In. Weekly newsletters, social media posts, blogs, podcasts, YouTube videos, None of it is rocket science. If you can get your kids to school with both shoes on, the pets fed, dinner on the table, and brush your own teeth, you can totally do this. And if you're in business for yourself, you should. Because you don't have to know how the tech works in order to use it efficiently. And I'm going to show you today how to set up a simple system to produce your unique branded content every week in four hours or less, even if you've never done it before and are starting from scratch. By the end of this episode, you'll know how to create a consistent content stream that saves time, has the flexibility to grow with your brand, gives you effortless social media content at your fingertips week after week for consistent online presence and authentic organic marketing that keeps you front and center for your audience. One of the toughest things for women wellness entrepreneurs when they get started is to develop their quote unquote authentic voice. There's a lot of fear of being seen in this space. And of course, there's the obligatory imposter syndrome that everyone seems to have to go through. And then there's always this new coach question. What do I post about? And inevitably, do I really have to be on social media? So let's speak to that first. First, you don't have to. This isn't about followers. In fact, the number of followers on social media platforms doesn't ever really convert into customers or clients. But let's be really honest here. We live in an online business world, even if our business isn't online. Do you not Google new businesses or people you see on Instagram? Of course you do. It's a way to vet businesses and the fitness industry in particular is very much founded in what you know, like, and trust about your coach and instructor. People are looking for authority in the field beyond looking good in yoga pants. So having some content out there that reflects who you are and what you can offer is a good thing. That's why it's important to create that content. And there's a lot of ways to do it. You can use a podcast, you can use a blog, you can create a YouTube channel, or write a book. And if you don't want to do any of those things regularly, you could just do them as a guest. So I'll be honest, I resisted regular content creation for a very long time in my online business. I didn't really want to be a blogger, and I definitely didn't want to start a podcast. I'm not sure why, though, when I look back at that. It, it seemed too hard or too complicated. Maybe it was just too much for my brain at the time. Or maybe it was because back in the 2000 teens, just for fun... I started a little blog called The Savvy Bluebell, and it was kind of a crafting blog mixed with cake decorating. Basically, it was a little bit of everything that I like to do in my free time. And I deleted it because it was so much more work on the website than actually doing the fun cake decorating, sugar work, uh, creator maker kind of things. And just as an aside, WordPress is not really a beginner friendly platform. It was totally making me crazy. So fast forward a few years and I've taken my fitness business online and and was getting the coaching and the encouragement to build an email list and start creating content somewhere So what does that entail? well the first thing you need if you're going to be an online business really is an email list an audience How do you get one of those? Well you have to build it of course and that process, Is a process and it's also its own podcast or maybe six. So I want to skip ahead here and assume that you already have some kind of email list or some kind of audience, even if it's a very, very small. This is where so many new business owners kind of get stuck because they're not really sure what to do with that list once they have it. The people on your email list are your audience and you need to nurture them. You need to talk to them regularly, keep them informed about what you're doing so they don't forget about you and so that hopefully they will buy things from you. How do we do that? Through some kind of dreaded weekly newsletter I know, I can almost hear it through the podcast airwaves. You mean I have to write a newsletter every flippin' week? What am I gonna talk about every single week? Nobody wants to hear what I have to say every week. I'm not gonna lie, this was such a struggle for me. I had so many mindset issues about joining that spam society. But what my coaches helped me see Was that just like when I'm standing in front of a class in person, there might be someone out there who needs to hear what I'm saying. Now, in a class situation, I would never censor myself in front of a yoga or a spin class with some important bit of fitness information. So why would I do that with my list? Plus, I'm going to give you this super, super secret formula that you can use with your newsletter so that it doesn't feel salesy. Okay, so here's the formula. Three to one, give, 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 and then ask. You don't ask them to purchase something every single time you send an email, Sometimes you don't ask at all. You just share information or give them something useful. And then every once in a while, sprinkle in those asks. That's how it's done. Sometimes I stick to that. Sometimes I don't. It just depends. But it was still really difficult for me writing those weekly letters It took way, way too much time. I knew I needed to find an easier process to get it done. So I did some research. I talked to some colleagues. I got some coaching and realized that I was making it harder than it needed to be. I thought you had to create original content every time you post an image, every time you send an email, every time you put anything out there to your audience. And because I was working so hard on all of those little bits of absolutely original work, I did not have the capacity left to even entertain the idea of doing a blog or podcast. And that took probably a year. That's a long time, and I finally realized that other people in the industry were not doing that, and I could stop reinventing the wheel anytime I wanted. I just needed to work smarter, not harder. So I want to share with you how I do this today today. I basically needed to give myself something to talk about. I needed to tap into my own signature content. And I know what you're going to say right here. A lot of people are like, but what will I say? What will I talk about? Listen, you have signature content. It's there. I guarantee it. Now, my coaches inside the Luminaries program call this content content. Um, pillars, like five pillars, your pillar content. Uh, Basically, it's three to five different topics or areas that you are expert in or an authority in. These are the things that you teach and talk about and just flow out of you at any given time. And sometimes it takes some time to kind of narrow these things down because we want to talk about a lot of different things. But um, it, it just give yourself a little time, and you can um, you can kind of squeeze them down to some three to five quick topics. For me, one of my pillars is fitness professional development, and that's where this particular episode is going. Anyway, the key to effortlessness in content creation is exploding it. You create one thing and then blow it up everywhere. Share the juicy bits of it all over the place and then direct people back to the one thing that started it all. So for example, if you like to write, maybe a blog article is a good way to start. It's written content, so pretty simple. You just have to do it one time. Maybe you love to travel with your dog, so you can write the top 10 vacation spots for people with dogs. I would read that. Now, you need to have a place to post that blog, so either you can put it up on your own website of some kind, or if you don't want to have your own website, maybe you can take that article and get it published on someone else's website, or maybe even publish it on something like LinkedIn. Anyway, there's lots of different ways to do it. But with that one piece of content that you've created, you can then take pieces of it and highlight one vacation spot in your weekly emails to your audience for 10 weeks in a row and link back to that original post simply by copy and pasting. Then take each of those vacation spots and create a single social media post about each one. Again, just copy and paste. Now, There's usually a bit of editing with blog posts, but the more you write, the more you do it, the faster you're going to get. And it can get even easier if you want to let AI help you. I recommend using AI sparingly, though, when we're talking about your signature content, because this is supposed to be. Your voice. It needs to sound like you. You want to know it like the back of your hand. And so if you're using AI, you're definitely going to have to do a bit of editing to make sure that it sounds like you. So I didn't want to do any of this originally because I had had that bad experience with my first blog. So I went with a podcast because... I didn't feel like I was a strong writer, but what I quickly learned is that you still need the written word if you're going to take advantage of SEO. So now I write out my solo podcasts first and then use that as an outline for my recording. Sometimes I stick right to it and sometimes I don't. When I first started podcasting, I did a lot of audio editing. Now, I do almost none. Mostly, if I edit, it's just to clean up the background noise, make it sound a little less echoey or something like that, and to take out any motorcycle noise. There's a lot of motorcycles in this town, and I can never know when they're going to be rolling past. Anyway, I'm thinking about taking out even more fluff from the podcast like removing the intro music and really stripping it down to a very, very simple intro. Because most people fast forward all that stuff. At least I do when I'm listening to other podcasts. Anyway, podcasts are nice because you can also have guests. And that makes it even easier for you. Then, if you're going to have a guest... You definitely want to do some kind of show note outline or chapter markers, or you can do like I do. And I have AI uh, print out the transcript for my guest interviews, and then I can just copy paste and use that transcript for SEO and pull quotes and juicy bits out from that transcript. So I write the podcast or the outline, record it. I use Audacity, but if you use an Apple product, GarageBand does the same thing, and it's very simple to learn. I download it to my computer and then upload to Buzzsprout. That's where I host my podcast right now, and simply hit publish or schedule it for the day that I want it to go live. I'll copy and paste the transcript or the outline into uh, that Buzzsprout um, episode for SEO and also onto my show notes page on my website because that's where I want to send people. I want to send people to my website to get the show notes and any links that I talk about in the show. Then I'm going to pull any quotes from the transcript and use them as posts or in posts for all my social media for that week. Always directing back to the website for the show notes and that process just alone takes under an hour now. The reason it is so quick is because I have created a several podcast post templates that I reuse each week and just change my brand colors every once in a while. So now when I go to write my weekly newsletter to my list, I always include links to the podcast. And sometimes the episode is the topic of the email, but not always. One of my main content pillars is my yoga life on Main Street. And so sometimes I write about some of the strange things that happen in my personal life around here just for fun. But you don't have to do that, of course. That process of taking one piece of content and then splattering it all over and using the bits and pieces of it over and over and over has really simplified my work process. Something that used to take days is now compressed down to four hours or less per week for me. And now I can spend longer cleaning up and editing that written transcript if I want to, but I don't have to. For me, perfection never, ever really comes. And done Is far better than perfect anyway. So I have let a lot of that go. Plus, I am talking to real people. This is a conversation exactly like I would be having with you in the room. If any of what I shared today sounds overwhelming to you, I want you to pause for a moment. You don't have to struggle to figure this stuff out the way I did. I had coaches through the whole process, and it still took time for me to figure it out. Not just to figure it out, but to discover the process that worked best for me. You are going to find your process eventually, too. Because you already have what it takes to succeed. If you're bootstrapping your business and doing it alone is feeling a little bit paralyzing, I'd love to help. I created Bespoke C3 to be a customized virtual head start for the newest coach on the block, you. I want you to be around for a while. Your dreams deserve direction without distraction, purpose without procrastination, and encouragement without all the BS. Bespoke C3 takes you step-by-step from kitchen table checklist to tech savvy CEO in one year. That can be you. So go to savagegracecoaching.com forward slash clarity to get some. Thanks for listening, everybody, and I'll see you next time on The Work In.